Hello and welcome everyone to the 8th episode of the Pointy Flatcast. Today we have another short episode and I'm flying solo again. Hello everyone, I am your host, Ducky O'Brien. And you can find me on Twitch at Ducky O'Brien or you can find me on Mixer or YouTube. I am Archivers on those platforms. I also have all these social media stuff that I don't give a crap about, so... (laughs) You can try to find me there if you want. It's linked in my uh, Twitch and my Mixer profile, as well as my YouTube channel as well. Anyways, let's get on to it. Breaking news. Shroud, Michael Grezik, has moved to Mixer. And this is honestly mind-boggling to me. I don't understand why. But let's get into it. So on October 25th, of 2019 Shroud will have his first stream at 8pm Eastern he's currently playing Call of Duty and some interesting numbers I was keeping track of it during his stream uh, this is day one keep in mind alright he had 3,900 and 3,900,000 sorry 216 followers and it jumped to 400,530 not even maybe an hour later <laughs> it's insane uh 2,126,625 views on his profile already 25,394 concurrent viewers and it jumped to 25,430 later as well as the the view total views being 2,158,141 now this is incredible uh, back on Twitch, though, he had 7,067,876 followers. So we'll see how well it does. Uh, it's kind of interesting because Mixer is making these big moves. Uh, the first person they brought over was Ninja, Tyler Blevins. Uh, he, oh man, like, oh, the reason why comparing these two uh, is really interesting to me is that Ninja was on a decline on Twitch. Fortnite wasn't as relevant or popular anymore. All these big streamers playing Fortnite, you can see that their view count is decreasing a little bit. Tifu was catching up to him. And I don't know, it made sense for Ninja because he went to Mixer. They probably gave him a lot of money and it gave him stability. It's something that content creators don't have. He can do whatever the heck he wants on Mixer. And he still has that payout from Microsoft. And not only that, like, he has some fresh viewership, I guess, rolling in. But it, it didn't really help because Mixer as a platform is way smaller. So you're not going to find the growth that you want. He exchanged stability for possible growth, I suppose. That said, uh, it's interesting to see the effect that Ninja had on Mixer. Uh, According to Arsenal.gg, he brought in an additional 3 million hours watched on Mixer in the month of August alone. That is a lot. He brought in a lot of extra viewers from Twitch. Uh, uh, It's, I don't know, it's crazy. He had 5 million subs on Mixer in 5 days. Um, it, <laughs> it's not a lot considering he had 14, 000, 14 million, sorry, 
1743 followers on Twitch. He currently has 2,498,072 followers on Mixer with a total of 26,123,449 views total on Mixer, okay? This is an incredible amount. Also compare his follower number on Twitch, 14.6 million followers compared to about 7 mil for Shroud. And it's crazy. So Game Theorists ran a video on why this is probably not the best move for Mixer. I'm going to have to disagree with them, but uh, if you want to check that video out, I'll have uh, a link in the description where it goes over more of the numbers of how uh, how much Ninja had an effect on Mixer. It's quite, it's a quite big effect. Uh, you know, the longevity of that effect is, is going to be seen, but now that they have Shroud, I think Mixer is making moves. Again, Shroud is bringing all these people, and not only that, this is a huge PR hit to Twitch. There are a lot of people unhappy with Twitch, um, and I don't know. It, I think this is kind of showing people that, hey, you can move to Mixer if you want. It's fine. You could probably do better if you're a bigger streamer. Then you're probably going to get a good deal from Microsoft. Not only that, if you look at the actual reasons as to why Ninja and Shroud left, you know, uh, you'll see that it wasn't about the money. Um, I mean, the money is probably nice. They probably got paid a bazillion dollars. But uh, here is... The number one reason why Ninja left, if you, this is from Ninja and his wife uh, themselves, all right? They're trying to build his brand on Twitch. Twitch didn't want to work with them. They're trying real hard. And then Microsoft came up to them and they were so receptive, right? So that's why they moved over. Um, it wasn't just about the money. And people will call these people sellouts, Ninja and Shroud. But I understand as a content creator uh, how. As a platform, Twitch is probably one of the worst for a content creator. I want to get into that later. But yeah, Shroud, in his stream right now, he was just talking about Mixer. And, uh, you know, if you read in between the lines, you kind of get a feel for why Shroud left. He said Mixer takes feedback. Not just from him, but from all the people in chat and in, in the audience. He said there's probably someone from Mixer right now moderating his chat, just trying to get feedback from all the people watching. That implies that Twitch doesn't, and that's true. That's kind of the the frustration, this growing frustration that content creators have with Twitch is that they don't listen to the content creators. They only react when their bottom line gets hurt. Twitch only reacts when they're going to lose money. They don't ever do anything for the content creator unless they can benefit from it. So that's kind of the frustration there. But again, the Ninja trying to build his brand, Twitch wouldn't work with them, so he switched over to Mixer, Shroud. Uh, we don't know all of the reasons why, but dropping hints in here and there in his own stream that Mixer is more receptive to feedback. It's probably the similar deal where he wants to build his own branding and like, as a content creator, have more freedom and more support, and Twitch probably didn't give in to them. Now, this is quite interesting, though. Twitch, the way they react, kind of shows how they view you as a content creator, no matter how big or small you are. Uh, when Shroud and Ninja left, their partnership status was stripped. Now, I haven't read the legalese 
closely, but you can't really lose partnership unless or affiliate unless you're streaming at the same time on a different platform. If you're streaming on other platforms, I think that's that's that should be okay. <laughs> but you know, like there should be some time. But after they left, immediately their partnership status was stripped. Not only that, Ninja on his stream, his channel, other streamers were being advertised, and there was a controversy earlier where people managed to take advantage of this and have a, a porn running on Ninja's channel. Now, this is gross because Ninja came out, he had a response video where he was extremely disgusted with how Twitch handled his channel because they don't do this to other streamers. Ninja was one of the biggest on Twitch, uh, and now they're, they're kind of throwing mud in his face like a petulant... <laughs> Spurn lover uh, saying here don't come to Ninja's channel to watch his content anymore go check these other, other guys out so we can drive tra traffic away from Ninja and in doing so they people managed to take advantage of that and have actually had porn running on his channel and uh, you know a lot of Ninja's followers are kids so you can see the problem here and Twitch really doesn't care. <laughs> they don't really care. How are you not moderating this, right? Ninja is one guy. The big streamers on Twitch, they're so few in number that you can moderate those with with the person. You know, you can pay someone to moderate the big streamers. You know, the fact that they let this happen kind of shows how poorly run Twitch is, to be honest. Not only that, so for Shroud, his partnership status was stripped. In addition to that, after he had the announcement, his channel couldn't be searched for on Twitch anymore. It's back up now, but apparently, according to The Verge, that it was a bug, a quote-unquote bug. And I don't see how this is possible because it only affected Shroud and maybe like five other streamers. How in the world do you have a bug on your platform that conveniently hides someone who left? <laughs> The timing of it, the fact that it didn't really happen before, it just shows that Twitch has a pattern of treating you, the content creator, and you, the viewer, as a source of money, and they're going to milk you, and they don't care about your health or your, your own personal growth, your, the growth of your branding, the growth of your audience, the growth of a community. They only care about making money, and if you, if you don't comply to Twitch's standards, they treat you like this. They strip you a partnership. They're going to hide your channel. They're going to advertise other channels on your channel. And they don't give a crap. And it's ridiculous. And I hope that Twitch can look at this and realize that, hey, content creators and the people watching them are, are real people. Uh, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort. The people watching, supporting these content creators, they're spending their hard-earned dollar don't just look at us as a business structure, right? Only just realize that we are real people here. <laughs> if you do that, then you can kind of make changes to fix all of these problems here and there. But I don't think it's going to happen because Twitch is run by Amazon. And if you look at how Amazon runs their business models, you will see that they treat people like a virtual slave labor force. Uh, with higher turnover rates because they want you to quit so that you don't climb the ladder, then they have to pay you more money and benefits and all of that. If you don't believe me, 
check out all of these YouTube videos on working in an Amazon warehouse. Uh, it's quite terrible. I feel like we're in the industrial age again where the worker has no rights and we're disposable. Anyways, going back to this, uh, they're not the only ones with complaints about Twitch. So Ethan from the H3H3 podcast and YouTube channel, uh, he talked about this as well where he had money in Twitch and he couldn't get it out because they had removed partner from him when he moved to YouTube. And he wanted his money. And then so when he talked to these people, it took him a long time. They finally replied that, oh, we can't pay you because you have to be partner for you to receive that money. And they asked him if he wanted to reapply. And obviously, he was very flustered. And if you just think about the ridiculousness of that situation, you, you see the problem with Twitch. They don't care about you <laughs> at all. As long as you're making them money, they're willing to help you out. As soon as you stop, they will screw you over. And I think that's ridiculous in this case. How, do you, how the heck do you not pay someone the money that they earned from the viewers that are supporting them? And Twitch is going to hold that money until you comply with what they want you to do. And that's, there's no place that acts like that. If you do, if you do your work, you get paid. Uh, if someone is trying to support you and give you money through a platform, you send it to that person, right? You don't hold on to it. You don't hold that money hostage. So that is ridiculous. Uh, also remembered another clip where this guy's toast was talking about how he hadn't been paid from Twitch for like eight months or something really long because of some tax documentation that didn't go through. And um, yeah, it doesn't make sense. And, and he's a big time streamer. All right. Uh, my personal thoughts on this, I think this is going to shake up the world of streaming. I don't think the, the immediate impact is going to be as large as you think. Uh, Twitch is still growing. Uh, after Ninja left, I think it went from like 890 some million hours watched or whatever to like 915. It's still growing, all right? But... I think people have to kind of remember that if you build a lot of ill will towards a company, eventually, eventually people will start supporting you. I wish people realized that they have a lot of power because the one thing that runs this world is money. And money talks louder than anything else. It's unfortunate, but it's how it runs. If people wanted Twitch to change, all people have to do is stop watching Twitch for one week. Every single person, all the content creators, just stop streaming on Twitch for one week. Twitch will lose money. They will hemorrhage money. And they'll be like, guys, we'll do whatever the heck you want us to do. <laughs> Please come back. Now, that's the same for any platform like Amazon. Amazon is a huge juggernaut. But if people realize that Amazon is kind of turning into this evil megacorp that ignores the rights of human workers and everyone stopped purchasing from Amazon, then Amazon is going to have to force be forced to change. Otherwise they're gonna go out of business. That's how powerful you are as a consumer. That's how powerful you are as as the audience member of these platforms. So you have a voice. If everyone joins together, you can make a difference. Um, but I think the biggest lie that people want you to people in power people in control people controlling all this money is that change is not possible so don't bother trying that's the biggest lie that they're trying to feed you because they don't want you to do anything 
It's wanting to keep consuming and not complaining and not rocking the boat. And uh, yeah, I think that lie is kind of working. I, I wish people realized that you have, you have a voice. Same with uh, politics in the U.S. You can vote. Like I know you think your vote doesn't count, but it does. If everyone combines together to see, seek change, I don't care where you are in your political views, but like whatever change that you want to see, you can make it happen through your votes. It's the same thing with these platforms. You can make change happen with whether you support them or not. Anyways, I'm very interested uh, in seeing what what impact this has in the far future. I think I noticed a lot more people jumping to mixers, small streamers, especially small content creators. And I think all of this, these moves from these big-time streamers kind of have colored the view of Twitch in a vastly negative light. And so this is a PR nightmare. <laughs> Not only that, Twitch's response to these people leaving have created more of a PR nightmare because they're acting, they're being very petulant <laughs> instead of wishing them well. I think that speaks to kind of the core business structure of the people running Twitch is that they'll only support you if you make them money. Anyways, going back... I just wanted to, you know, have a little bit of a rant here. I think one of the biggest problems I see for Twitch anyways is that they need to, any platform as well, it's not just aimed directly at Twitch. These platforms, these people running these platforms have to stop trying to milk content creators and viewers for money and instead try to support them as best as they can, give them the tools to build content and, and an audience and their own brand. And if you do this, everyone will win. I guarantee it. That means small-time content creators will grow rapidly because there are a lot of us out here who make quality content. Now, I personally don't make quality content. <laughs> but there are a lot of people who are very underrated, who are very skilled, who are very gifted, who are very entertaining. Uh, and they don't grow because the platforms, it's very hard to be discovered on these platforms. They're not given tools. So we have to put in a lot of work and effort uh, to get discovered. I think uh, Twitch is unique in that it's probably one of the platforms with the worst discoverability system for anyone who's a small-time creator, especially when you're offline. And small-time content creators make up the majority of Twitch. It's the same as, as any economy. The middle class and the lower class drive the economy. It's not the upper class. Uh, we have most of the purchasing power. We spend most of the money on things that help create businesses, that help stimulate the economy. Uh, people who are at the top spend money on things that people don't really need. <laughs> on crazy things. Anyways, they're aggressing there. but. Other platforms, you, you can kind of be discovered, no matter how small you are. So, for example, for YouTube, if you know how to use hashtags correctly, you know how to use thumbnails correctly, you can grow as a small channel. And I've done this uh, myself, personally. Um, I've studied YouTube. Like One thing you can do is, when if you're making a video of a certain kind, let's say like Astroneer, 
you go into YouTube, you type in astroneer, you see what autocompletes are frequent. That means these are the key words that people are searching for. Then you can kind of wrap your content around those keywords and then put in the proper hashtags, make a thumbnail that makes you stick out, and then your videos will get views. It, it works. When you're smaller, the YouTube algorithm favors you less, so you're going to struggle there, but you can be discovered. I've done it. If I can do it, you can do it. I started with zero subscribers on YouTube. Now I'm sitting at like 130-something. Uh, I'm, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. But yeah, you can, you can do it. Not only that, they have detailed analytics. So you can kind of look at the impressions of your videos, meaning how many people see it show up on YouTube. And then you can see the click-through rate, meaning how many people actually click on your thumbnail and go watch your video. I think that's the first kind of problem you have to solve as a content creator. So then you want to increase your impressions. That's done by hashtags. That's done by the keywords that you're using, the type of content that you're making. Like if you make something related to Billie Eilish, it's going to be pretty hot probably. <laughs> She's trending right now. And... And then you're going to get your video found. And then now the next analytic to look at is the average time watched. So how, how, how much of your video are they consuming? Now you can kind of look at that and you can tell where people are starting to lose interest. Let's say two minutes in, the average view time is two minutes. So it's two minutes in, they're, they're losing interest. So look at your own video leading up to those two minutes and see why people are leaving. Maybe you can make it more interesting. Maybe there's something people don't like. You can change that. You can improve your content. See, like these platforms offer you all these tools. Even Instagram, you can hashtag. You can use so many hashtags. Um, I don't use Instagram a lot. I just post my thumbnails that I, I draw in GIMP for my podcast covers. I might post something funny that I found in a game. A short version of my YouTube videos that I make. And just using just a few hashtags, all right, I can get like, maybe 16 views, right? That's not a lot, but I only have nine followers. <laughs> Those are people I know and they don't look at my content. So it's 16 strangers looking at my content that has never seen it before. Again, you can take advantage of this, right? right? You can build communities. And most platforms have some sort of feature or analytics built in that can help you be discovered except for Twitch, which is very weird. So like, if Twitch increases discoverability, it's only going to help the small-time content creators. It's going to help medium-sized, big. doesn't matter. If, if we grow, if content creators grow, and we can grow our communities, our, our audience space, we can grow you know, like a relationship with the people watching with us, that's going to make more money for Twitch. Not only that, people are going to say, oh, Twitch is such a good platform. They're taking care of us both the content creator and the audience, you should jump onto Twitch. Instead of this current situation where we have right now where people are jumping shit from Twitch saying they're not working with us, they're not listening, they don't care about us. So there's someone else who cares more than Twitch, we're going to go to them. Right. But yeah, it's, it's a weird place to be in. I, I think it's awesome. It's very interesting because this content creation uh, as a job, as an industry, is fairly new. We're in, in the infant stages, and we can kind of see where it's going to go. I'm so interested into seeing what happens. I think 
one of the biggest things that I want to see is that content creators need more rights. Um, I don't, I don't know if you guys just watch content creators or if you are a content creator yourself, but you know that as a content creator, we have no rights at all. If you do anything to displease the platforms, they'll just throw us out, demonetize us, and we're screwed. And it's, I wish people would kind of support content creators in that they want us to have rights. Uh, so one couple examples for Twitch. Uh, if you wanted to get a payout, you have to earn $100 at least. And then you had to wait 45 days before you got that payout. They decreased it now to 15 but I just want you to think about how ridiculous that system is. If you are working a job, let's say, uh, you, can, you know, you agree to a pay structure. Every two weeks, you know, maybe you get paid monthly. Uh, it doesn't matter. Like, you, you agree to a system. And when that pay period rolls up, you get paid for the amount of work you did. Twitch is the only system where they're like, you have to make a certain amount of money. This is similar to other platforms as well. And then we're going to pay you over a month later. And if you're a small-time content creator, you need that money. Uh, like, if I'm being totally transparent here, I was averaging $15 a month from Twitch. Uh, I, made, I spent 40 to 70 hours uh, every week making content. I'm on the grind. Every single penny helps. Every single penny that I get, I used to put back into making content. Um, you know, like if you want better internet, you got to have money. You, if you want a computer, a better computer, you need money. You need that money right now, especially uh, if you're working odd jobs or a part-time job. Just the bare minimum to survive. Every single penny helps. So if Twitch can realize this, if YouTube, all these platforms, and, you know, pay us <laughs> earlier without having these uh, ridiculous requirements that only favor them because basically what happens is um the reason why they want to hold that money is they can you know take that money invest it in something earn interest on it and then pay you back later and they make profit off of that it's the reason why bits don't cost one penny per bit if you buy bits it costs more twitch gets a little bit a little bit of that money and then if you give it to a content creator uh they have to wait until they get 100 which is going to take a couple of months maybe a year, maybe multiple years for small-time content creators before they, they see any of that. And uh, if you make Twitch angry, guess what? You're not going to get paid at all. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, I think one of these, one important thing that we can get out from all of this is that content creators, no matter if you're big or small, we need more rights protecting us. Also. These platforms have to stop treating content creators as like a cash cow, just milking it for money and realize that if you work for the benefit of the creator and the audience and the community, everyone benefits. There's no reason why you can't do that. So one example, the one thing that I have a problem with, uh, emotes are probably one of the best ways for, as a content creator for you to engage with your audience. It's what Twitch is known for. A lot of other places don't have emotes. So when Twitch announced that, hey, we're going to give everyone extra emote slots, I was super hyped. But then I realized that there was a requirement. You needed 15 concurrent subs, sorry, subs, either Amazon Prime or paid, it doesn't matter, 
to unlock the first extra slot. Now, that is ridiculous because no small time content creator is going to hit that mark reasonably. Uh, you know, you have to be pretty well off to have 15 concurrent subs all the time. And this is kind of the, the problem with Twitch. They're saying they're doing something for us as a content creator and you, the viewer. But in reality, they're, they're getting paid for it. This is really rough. There's no reason why you can't give everyone an extra email slot. You don't lose a lot of money at all. <laughs> in fact, I bet I would venture that you probably lose pennies. And, you know, what most people did was, if they had the money, I'm, I was broke, right? But most people paid their own 15 subs. They give to 15 subs away. That's $75. They paid $75 to unlock that extra email slot. That's ridiculous. Again, if Twitch realized that, you know, by helping the content creator, by helping these communities grow, uh, you're going to get more viewers. You're going to get loyal viewers. You're going to get loyal content creators. You're going to get people who want to support the platform. But instead, if you just look at the bottom line and just look at short-term profit, you're going to lose people. Not only are you going to build up ill will, um, but yeah. All right, that's, that's it. I don't really know much. I don't have a lot of data on hand, so I can't really say what Shroud's move to Mixer is. The effects of it is going to be in the long term, but I believe that Ninja's move encouraged other people to jump ship to Mixer. Not only that, it taught Microsoft that, hey, you can make deals with these streamers and secure them if you give them favorable terms favorable terms in that you're willing to listen to them and make Mixer a better platform. Um, not only that, I think this kind of shows that Twitch is a platform that doesn't listen, doesn't want to work with content creators or the audience. And that negative view is, I think it's going to have a long-term effect. I don't think you're going to be able to put, place a finger on it right away. But I think the, the analytics that are to come uh, months down, maybe years down the road, will show that you know uh briefs brief summarization shroud left for a mixer this is huge uh he has he's gonna hit a million followers that's crazy <laughs> in like a few days all right in day one he had o over four hundred thousand, and it's growing by the hour uh he already has million two million views on his channel and he has a viewership of uh, 25,000 concurrent viewers. That's insane. Um, not only that, uh, in response to these people leaving, Ninja and Shroud, they've stripped them a partnership, uh, which is reasonable if they had done it over time instead of immediately. And they disabled Shroud's channel from being searched for on Twitch. They claimed it was a bug. I don't believe that at all. And... Ninja, they promoted other streamers, which allowed hackers or uh, trolls to take control of that, take advantage of that, and have more running on his channel. Uh, that was a while ago. And uh, yeah, I think that kind of sums it up. People are leaving Twitch. Twitch is just throwing them away instead of trying to improve the platform, trying to listen to them, trying to listen to feedback. 
they, they're basically saying, hey, do what we want you to do or we're just going to throw you away. And I think that's kind of makes it hard to support that kind of platform. But yeah, only time will tell. Alright, on that note, thank you so much for dropping by. This has been episode 8 of the Pointy Flatcast. If you want to send us an email, you can send us an email at pointyflatcast at gmail.com. Once again, the email is pointyflatcast at gmail.com. I'm your host, Ducky O'Brien. Our co-host, Oakface Gaming, will join us next time. You're going to catch me on Twitch. I'm Ducky O'Brien on Twitch. I also have a YouTube channel on Mixer. Uh, I'm Archivers on Mixer and YouTube. A-R-C-H-I-V-E-R-S. I also have a Twitter if you want to follow me. Uh, I don't use it. I don't like using it. And if you follow me, I probably won't notice until a month later. It's Stir the Purgogi. I'll let you figure that out. I don't think anyone cares. <laughs> I have nothing interesting to say. I have an Instagram as well. Daily Life of Gemi. Again, you can try to figure it out. I'm using Korean words, Romanized in English. So it's kind of hard to spell. <laughs> yeah, I don't really care about social media. But yeah, thank you so much for dropping by. Thank you so much for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, if you make content, you know that it's hard to get even one view or one listen, especially on podcast. So whoever you are listening, if you made it this far, thank you so much. I appreciate it. If you like, uh, if you want to see something different or uh, want me to cover a certain subject, please let me know. I'm more than willing to to oblige. Anyways. This has been episode 8. Catch you guys next time. <laughs>